0: That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done.
1: Good morning, everybody. Hope you guys enjoyed the nice, long three-day weekend we had. I know I did. Uh, Spencer Israel here, Dennis Dick. Joel is out for the week, which means crazy stuff's about to happen. That usually happens when either Joel or Dennis leave for the week. So uh, this morning, things are looking, I wouldn't say they're looking crazy, but uh, we are pointing down today uh, into the open. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about uh, Goldman Sachs had earnings. Charles Schwab had earnings. I want to talk about Unilever. Dennis wants to talk about reopening stocks today. That'll be uh, his big idea for the day. And then our, Michael Pactor is our guest. We're talking the metaverse. We're talking streaming. We're talking gaming. Uh, 835. Stay tuned for that. So hit that like button and we'll start the show right now. This is pre-market prep. With Joel Conan, Dennis Dick, and Spencer Israel.
2: Good morning, Triple D. How was your it's week? Up. It was good. Three day weekend. Yeah, Snowstorm.
1: Did you get some snow in the D? Oh, Not much, oh, eh? It just missed us. We got like nothing, but you got you guys got a ton, right?
2: Yeah, a... but I'm up, I'm up north in Georgian oh, okay. Bay, so I always get a ton. So right. I had a bunch of people text me, oh, how much snow did you get? And I was like, we got about eight inches. They're like, whoa. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's actually just a normal day. Because gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> we got eight inches all last week, I think twice. So we always get dumped on. It's the Bay effects where, you know, we're right on the Bay and the snow rolls around, blows around, and we get snow squalls and all kinds of fun. They call this area the snow belt for a reason. So I probably got... Two and a half and a half feet on the ground I would say right oh, now yeah. about two and a half feet that's typical for this time of year so it was a dumping yesterday we got probably eight or ten inches more but nothing out of the ordinary it doesn't slow right. this 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 uh area down anyway I know Ohio got a bunch of, it was like
1: it was just south of us and just east of us I know it got got dumped on but we they didn't...
2: got and they got it more than we did too like yeah. eight inches like I think Toronto I don't know some people are saying three feet I think they got some they got some snow in Toronto so it definitely we got the upper end of it yeah. So we didn't get hit as bad, but we got some snow. So not a big deal. We make some snowmen, <laughs> go do some fun things, winter activities. That's what it's all about. All right. So real quickly, let's just take stock of things here this morning.
1: I'll bring up my spy chart because Joel is out, which means we look at the spy, everyone. Uh, and you you see the market. We look at the spy now. <laughs> yeah. uh, markets pointing lower. Uh, you know, bond yields rising this morning. So markets are, are stock markets are down at least. You know, every major index is in the red. Uh, no surprise that that your Nasdaq slash your QQQs are your leader down this morning we'll talk about that and just a broad weakness in growth at least you know so far the, the day is young but yeah. that's how things are shaping up for the morning um you know everything growth is down crypto is down as well oil is trading higher i saw goldman sachs put out a note today calling for a hundred dollars a barrel in oil yeah uh, so here's the USO. US. so that's trading higher uh, that's basically your uh your exception uh today uh, actually commodities broadly speaking are higher yeah. But uh, anything else is, uh, is 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 lower. So uh, it's the
2: same thing. It's a stuff same. trade, right? I mean, <laughs> you're seeing inflation everywhere. We know inflation's there. They got the data, so, you know, we're cooking seven percent, at least even what they're saying, you know, I'm coming out of obviously the data now, which we know is skewed and we know we're running higher than that. I mean, everything is going up. Wage inflation's going up, inflation is a serious problem. It's the trade we see that continues to work. You're owning stuff, not future dreams like and obviously you know we know those stocks the kathy wood stocks down again it's like the same story every day everybody asking me every day is this the bottom in tech is this the bottom in growth tech is this the bottom in growth tech the bottom will happen when i get one day that i don't actually get that message sent me. <laughs> that'll be the bottom that'll be my tip off uh... so i mean it's making new lows here at least i made new lows on friday trying to make new lows here oh, again today these stocks are gonna have bounces they're gonna have wicked little rallies because they got high betas but again the trend definitely not your friend i've tried to call the bottom a couple times to no avail stopped out on all of those i thought the beginning of the year could get the rally did not um i just don't see it turning around here for those stocks and you know them ripping up 30 40 50 percent getting back i think that the mindset has changed to more value-oriented inflationary Obviously, oil still, you know, there. But you know what I think you should be buying right now. I and, and we're gonna take it right into the virus talk is I think you should be buying reopening stocks because I've talked to a lot of people this weekend. I know a lot of people that have had Omicron. I'm sure you all do. It is everywhere. And what those people are saying, we have Mitch and Enver in the background talking to them as well. Just had it. I mean, Enver's like saying in the background, I'm gonna go out and do stuff. And you know what? You can see the light at the end of the tunnel. We're in the peak of it now, but a week or two from now, you're going to start seeing cases start going down. We already saw that in New York City to a certain extent over the weekend. Cases starting to go down. I think you're going to have the reopening trade start to perk up. And you know what? The reopening trade this time, I think it's going to be for real because it's not going to be on based on vaccination. It's going to be on based on infections. Everybody seems to have this, even Ontario throwing the towel, really. We have been in lockdown here. They're reopening schools today, and they're reopening just because the main thing is that there's not a lot of people dying from this. So you can't have, you know, the mental health issues and everything else that's coming and staying in lockdown when it's not killing, you know, nearly as many people as it was two years ago. At least it appears that way from the data. So they're reopening schools in Ontario. We're, starting, we're probably going to start to reopen everything, and, you know, this is a towel that, I think the reopening trade's coming. I think it's gonna be a good one. I think you gotta be buying casinos. I think you gotta be buying cruise lines. I think you gotta be buying airlines. I think you gotta be buying people like you know, even like the bookings and stuff like that. I think yeah. there's gonna be people going out and doing stuff because they haven't been doing that much in the last two years, and now they're gonna feel safer. One, because they've probably already had it the virus right I mean, and
1: someone something to think about and, and I'm going to bring up a chart that shows daily, daily new cases in the US and it's just like the first peak ha- happened in January of last year right which is right in the peak of flu season right we're also like in flu season people just get sick normally this time of year anyway and so like you would expect as we come out of that and as more people get this thing then um that you know they they will then go out right. So like the, the theory, your theory, I guess, holds some water. It's really just a guess at this point. But
2: everything's a guess, it,
1: right? It, it holds some water. I mean, I kind of felt the same way when I had COVID in October. I kind of felt the same way after I got through it. I was like, all right, like I'm ready. I'm ready to go. You know, like I'm yeah. ready to do some stuff. Um. So so I you know I understand that uh, to some point. Um. But as far as like the reopening trade. You know the airlines, the cruise lines, the casinos, um, whatever other travel stocks. Yep. Um, I don't know. They haven't gone anywhere yet, which I guess is maybe fits you more your your argument than mine. But um, here let me we pull. We'll pull
2: they have come up-, up a bit though. It's been a sneaky. You think about the market environment we're in. The relative strength in those stocks has been very good because the S and you know, S P Y has been down, the I W N has been down, and you've got bring up an N C L H trickling higher trickling higher yeah, trickling higher yeah, i think it's yeah. going to break out i think we're going to see nclh the cruise lines start to break out i think you're going to see the hotel stocks which have actually shown shown a lot of relative strength start to be leaders here going forward i can't believe i'm going to say this i've never liked owning those stocks but even the airlines here i hate the airlines i've hated the airlines forever yeah. i'm not going to put them in my long-term portfolio but you know what They set up like you're just thinking, I think we're the the relative strength has actually been pretty good in these stocks. And I think if the market goes to turn, and obviously this is market dependent, if we start to just roll over on the S&Ps and start to crash again, everything's going to go down with it. But if we get any sniff of, you know, a little bit of a comeback here, I don't think it's going to be the Kathy stocks that lead us back. I think it's going to be the reopening stocks that lead us back. So... Reopening, maybe you're hedging it by shorting some S&Ps or something against it if you're a little bit more cautious. But I think you're going to see a reopening trade here. I think it's going to be an impressive one. I, I think I'm talking against myself as well because I have so much
1: travel planned for the next 12 months. Oh, Where are you
2: going? Talk to me.
1: Uh, I'm going to Vegas in April. Uh, I'm going to, to Williamsburg uh, in Virginia in um, in, in August, I'm going to D.C. slash Maryland. In, in May, um, I will be going to Chicago at some point during the summer. Um, we talked about going to Kentucky. You are to, the reopening trade Family. I have a wedding next next a year from now in in Mexico. Like, <laughs> uh, I you my own my own, my own honeymoon will be after that. So you're uh, making me want to buy these stocks even more. <laughs> I'm I playing a lot of travel for the next 12 months. So I think like I'm t- I'm 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 not I'm contradicting myself here this morning. Uh, so m- maybe I don't know. I guess it's been so long though. Like it, I I always said if you if I had to pick one between the casinos, airlines, and cruise lines, I'd, I'd pick the casinos because I feel like that just has like the the. The lower barrier to to entry, as far as people willing to go back to, I don't know how many people are willing to, you know, go on a cruise right now. Um, and airlines, also, we talked about are being; those are just not great businesses in general. Um, I don't know. I guess I don't know. I guess I would have to think. I would have to like sleep on this one for a little bit. You know, uh, to your point, they have been outperforming relative to. Let's just pull up like the what, like the QQQs here, and the, and we'll just compare it. This is MGM. They've been outperforming. Um,
2: There's no doubt they've been outperforming. I mean, and obviously we had the headline from Las Vegas Sands and when they've gapped up on it. I never like to chase stocks. I always say you're going to get another chance. I'm not saying you should chase these moves, but you're getting a little pullback in some of these stocks this morning. I mean, I don't think you're going to fill the gap on Las Vegas Sands here. I don't think it's going to happen. I think you're going to see too much of a reopening trade start to come. But maybe I want more exposure to yeah. Las Vegas as opposed to going to Macau. So maybe you do go to an MGM. Maybe you do yeah. go to some of those hotels. Maybe you go to a Hilton. Maybe maybe you go to those stocks. But I think if you're just leaning on and you're looking at stuff to buy, instead of looking at these beaten down Kathy Wood names that are in horrible downtrends, look at the relative strength in the reopening stocks. Because I think they're going to lead us out of this. All
1: right, all right. So I'm going to think about it. A prediction. Yeah. I mean,
2: all we can do as traders is make calls. Well, and and and,
1: and and it's it's you know it is it's a theory that we don't know if it'll play out, but if it does, like Dennis will, will be prepared. It's just it's just like when um here let's go to like our ARKK right. It's it, we we you know we had the idea a month ago. Like oh maybe we get a little bit of a January effect here. It didn't maybe happen.
2: T- it didn't, but it didn't happen, and that's okay. Yep
1: you know That's they- okay get the hell out move yeah. on yeah Made exactly.
2: new lows we were saying we were leaning on the lows of the move and our took out 90 and you got to get out of all those stocks and it's been straight down since and you have not taken any heat if you were shorting it through the triple bottom at 90 you know it's now down at 78 and yeah you know you had a little bit of wicked where it might have shaken you out there but never got back above 90 so i mean these are still in clear downtrends and you just think about it think and just back up and look at the picture you know stuff's over you know the, the valuations that they're holding in these in these companies are still way overvalued you're in an inflationary environment and you're in an environment where people want to get out and do stuff i mean a lot of stuff in the arc innovation the metaverse and stuff well if you're staying home and we're in a pandemic it's pretty cool to go put on your oculus glasses and go you know to the bar in your oculus glasses people are going to want to go to the physical bar coming up they're going to want to go out and have a drink they're going to want to go out and go to a restaurant they're going to want to go out and do stuff And you know, I haven't had COVID yet. I'm assuming with my kids going back to school, we may get it. Um, but from everybody I talk to, they're saying it isn't that it hasn't been that bad for the majority of people. So we're hope we're with the majority. It's not hopefully not gonna be that bad for us if we do get it. But once we get it, we don't have to live in fear anymore. You know, we don't have to live in as much fear. And I think the whole US and North America forget about China, they just get their first two cases or whatever. Dude, just, I mean, what, just, now it's coming from an envelope in Toronto. Wait, I mean, wait, wait. stop coming did out of the there.
1: That there was a positive case or whatever, and they locked the building down with people like the office with people inside.
2: <laughs> like,
1: like they just, it's
2: all just, ridiculous. They just
1: people inside. It's, oh, my goodness, yeah.
2: it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous that they're trying to blame the Canadians now. It's like South Park blame Canada. <laughs> Well, they got the envelope came from Toronto. And you know, Canada has so many cases of Omicron there, and it was on the envelope. And that's how we've got it now. I mean, the lies coming out of China, and I'm going to just say it flat out lying is just, you know, you cannot believe anything coming out of there right now. So just ignore everything that's said and coming off an envelope. And we have two cases. There's, you know, millions of cases, millions and millions of cases around North America, with only two in China, billion people, only two cases. Come on. I think so. Anyways, we don't have to worry about what they're saying. It's all ridiculous nonsense. Um, So let's focus on what's happening here. What's happening here is we can actually see the light at the end of the tunnel on this, and it's going to come through herd immunity. And that's what they said originally. It was going to come through vaccination or herd immunity. The vaccinations did not do a good enough job because everybody got it again. They changed the the rhetoric. Yes, some of the vaccinations are helping people not to get sick. But we know they didn't do as good a job as they originally were saying because it was supposed to not allow us to get it. And that has, you know, changed. The narrative has changed. So now we move on. Herd immunity is going to come, it looks like, to give us the light at the end of the tunnel. The Omicron looks like it's what the vaccines were supposed to do.
1: I'm not sure. That's how my many, opinion. It's going to piss some yeah. people off. But <laughs> that's where I'm, we're at. I'm not sure how many people at this side of the Pacific put a lot of stock into what china says but whatever uh herd
2: immunity that's what's actually doing it uh, let's let's
1: move on here we had a uh, couple earnings today things will get a little bit heavier in the back half of the week but we had goldman sachs report earnings this morning uh bring up the uh, the headlines here in the Benzinger pro news feed their headline number the headline eps number was um about 90 cents or so Below the estimate, uh, they're always always strange adjustments.
2: What's happened, Activision? Stop, stop right now! Activision. ATVI, yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: there was a headline over the weekend.
2: No, that, no, whoa! right now, right now, yeah, what yeah, just you, happened? You see anything on ATVI? Yeah,
1: Microsoft, Microsoft <laughs> nearing a deal to buy Activision. What? Oh my gosh! What? Hold on, that's what Dow Jones just reported. ATVI.
2: Ah, whoa, wow. Jeez, I'm in shock. I, I, is this true? Like, I, I'm just you're giving it to me. So, is this Wall a rumor Street or, or is this like, like it's a rumor this, from the Wall Street Journal? They it's have a the, 30% on a rumor.
1: Holy crap! They, 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 they had the headline it was over the weekend that Activision had late, had you know, quietly laid off a bunch of people. Um, in, in, in regards to the whole sexual harassment cultural thing, their problem is they're having, but whoa holy know cow how's microsoft doing all this it's quick 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 let's see so what a day to have packer on the show microsoft- oh
2: good timing <laughs> on that one holy cow oh, oh my- well, let's go to activision microsoft's getting hit on it i honestly yeah. own microsoft in the long-term portfolio up this has got to be more than a rumor up 38 percent. i mean it's it's 40%. if it's a rumor like it's, you gotta be from, rigging the register if this is just a rumor or is this a Journal? fact. Hey, like wait, because wait, that's wait, crazy. Wait. We're up thirty eight percent on a
1: rumor here. I, I i don't know, I don't often get to get to use this little video we made.
2: Dow Jones, fantastic source, Wall Street Journal. They dot their I's and cross their T's where the smoke this fire, but holy mackerel, that's a big premium when and, we don't even know the number here yet. There's your halt. <laughs> halt it now they <laughs> halt was... microsoft too no I, uh, microsoft. I, I don't know i don't know uh, wow i don't even know what to say i mean either here it is it's popping out my twitter feed now too so that's why i was like we got to talk this right now just breaking right now holy cow microsoft nearest to buy activision blizzard this is right from dow jones i'm just trying to read if there's a story here i don't know if this is still just headlines here I don't know if I've got the story right. yet.
1: Randy from our news desk said he thinks he thinks the PR is about to hit. That well, they just amazing. halted the stock.
2: Right, right. So obviously, this is huge news. I mean, for the gamers here as well, they've been beaten up. The gamers have, you know, obviously been under pressure here for a long time. What a day to have Pactor on. We know Activision Blizzard has been under pressure. I mean, the game, we talked the video gaming Holy stocks before. Cow. Yeah, this is big. I mean, and then you look, obviously, let's look at the peers here because they're still trading. EA's is trading up $5 on this. These stocks, some of these aren't that expensive. I own Take-Two. You take know, two. I own Zynga, but then I went, obviously, um, I had sold my Zynga to buy uh, Take-Two. Um, so, and obviously, I, I'm exposed right. to it directly. EA, so I, EA up
1: 4%, Take-Two, what was that, up 2%? 2.5%. Yeah. I mean, those are the
2: big three. Roblox, we used today. to look at yeah well roblox you can Maybe. look at that i don't know you think roblox corsair the problem with these ones the problem with those and the corsair might not be a bad play the problem with roblox is valuation nobody's coming to rescue that that type of valuation i don't think but wow activision blizzard wasn't an expensive stock you know hopefully we're going to get the you know if there's a number here but the stock is officially halted here now so obviously, I,
1: you I know. Mean, Dow Jones slash WSJ they do
2: not mess around. I no, mean, but they get things wrong. But they said rumor. They didn't say. They still, you know, rumors are rumors, and sometimes you get rumors and they don't materialize. But oh yeah. wow. yeah. They definitely they just halted the stock. It's they, probably got something. They
1: definitely get so. things wrong. They're they're not perfect. No one is. Yeah. But like w- when they drop a rumor like that, also it's like it, it, it's believable because it's Microsoft. You know what I mean? Yeah.
2: It's, it fits. It fits in. Wow, you're gonna see if they pay this kind of premium here, though, and it's all stock deal. You don't even know, Dennis. We we have no idea. We have no idea what. There's no numbers. There's nothing. No numbers. Nothing yet. Uh, Microsoft's getting hit on. It's down two and a half percent here now. I'd be careful buying Microsoft here. I own Microsoft. Talking against my portfolio. I'm still sticking with my long term Microsoft position. (laughs) But we've been they've been smacking stocks that have done takeovers. This would be a big one for Microsoft. I mean, let's look at the market caps here. This isn't a small pill to swallow. Activision Blizzard's got a pretty decent sized market let's cap. Take, let's take a look. So let's Activision go Blizzard, go up to Benzinga Pro, show this information here for I, us, Spencer. It, it, Activision business, Blizzard market cap. 50 billion. That was that was, that was, before. <laughs> was and, before. And relative <laughs> to Microsoft, which is what almost two trillion? Uh something. Like, no, not quite, more. More something
1: like that here what's my what's it's my... still
2: a small drop in the it's 2.3 yeah, $2. Trillion. $2
1: trillion all right so it's... so it
2: is a small drop in the bucket but you know you gotta look they they like knocking off the premium that they pay so if they pay a 20 billion dollar premium oh they'll, they'll like to knock a 20 billion dollars off the price of microsoft which isn't a ton of money so maybe it's not a big deal maybe being down two and a half percent is a big deal did they just halt Oh no, microsoft still trading so very you know awesome when we get live you know news breaking on the show like that. So I mean, that
1: that came completely out of left
3: field.
2: I just saw it <laughs> popping off in my uh, in my filter. I was like, whoa, what just happened in Activision Blizzard? Is that an error? And then nope. And then somebody who said in the chat which should give props. Somebody popped out in the chat too right off the hop. They're like, what's going on with Activision? Yeah. Ramesh. Wow. There was a whole pile of people. Our chat's awesome. They're watching all this stuff too. Michael. Michael looks like the first one. Sigismondo. I'm sorry if I mispronounced your last name. ATBI news question mark. We're like, Yope. so,
1: so, okay. I, I'm seeing some more stuff that apparently they're, they're, they're valuing activation at, 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 uh uh, wait, on, what I, I just saw at, at, uh, at, uh, 70 billion, which is a 40% premium from Friday's close, which is basically what just happened. So,
2: cause we, just, that's what they're saying. The number could be. So it, it took it yeah. right to the number. This is, this has got to be more in a rumor than or this market's the dumbest market that's ever existed. Because if it's a rumored forty percent premium, you don't trade it up there on the rumor. You make sure it's fact. So maybe well, it, well, we're gonna actually well, see a breaking news. Well, here.
1: well, by by coincidence, the the halt hit
2: when the stock was up thirty seven percent. That's just when the halt hit. Um, yeah. So and they're halted. And there's remember, there's no circuit breakers during the pre market. So this isn't a limit up, limit down thing. These don't right. exist until after nine thirty. This is halted for news pending. So I think Dow Jones broke it. They're probably like, oh, it's leaked. Halt the stock. So so uh, I think there's probably I think this is probably going to come. to. Scotty
1: future. D asked how long will the halt be when, when it's all here. I'll show you in pro. So when you have a halt that says news pending like that, this is in in our signals tool. You can look at all the halts. This halt could go. It, it, we have no idea. Like tell the news, we will get dates. we we will get clarity from the exchange. They will announce when they're going to resume the stock, but it could be ten minutes, it could be an hour, we don't know. Yeah, uh, it's not a five minute volatility halt. This is a halt for news pending, which means they it could. It's really up to the exchange to to, to yeah. determine when to reopen the stock. So th- this could be halted until the open. Frankly,
2: Oh, um, yeah, easily, yeah. So, okay. It's so, going to be halted. I think we're going to see a, a takeover here. I don't, I don't think, I I think the HFT algos aren't that crazy to pay up 37% on a rumor. I think that they've got it. I think it's probably going to be a deal announcement uh, here, especially when they halt the stock. It's probably a deal going to be coming here. So anyways, we the rumor, it's still just a rumor, but Dow Jones is a great source. They've halted the stock now, pending news. It looks like we got a takeover here. And what does that mean for the entire sector? Um, <laughs> I, I would think, you know, like you're going to see take two trade higher. It's up 3.68 percent now. EA is probably going to trade higher. It's up 6.1 percent now. Those are the two direct peers to AT- Activision Blizzard, and then you can get into the Roblox. And Spencer, to your to your point, it was a good call. It was trading down at 79. It's up at 80 and a half now. So people are starting to just comb the ditches here now. I don't think you're going to get a takeover Roblox at that valuation, but the market doesn't care right now. They're buying those stocks um yep. you know yes. do you go yep. into like the head 95, stuff like that? I don't $95 think
1: so. is confirmed 95 95? yep that's what i'm seeing on all over yeah yeah
2: it's on cnbc now too so 95 bucks
1: and and how high did it get just now it got to 93 just that that's that's funny
2: um anyway now again do we have details that this is all stock cash microsoft has a cash all, all cash too, probably all cash. All, all cash all cash all cash Okay, so when you have a cash deal, you're not going to see the arbitrage effects as much on Microsoft. So Microsoft down 3% here. I don't think it's going to fall 6 7% because it's all cash deal. You won't have them shorting that to buy the other stocks. So if it's all cash, I'm not saying buy the dip on Microsoft, but I wouldn't be selling it down 3% on an all cash deal. If it's all stock deal, it might be a different story. So, so we have confirmation. So whoever
1: in the chat was asking, oh, would you sell Activision? Well, now, definitely. Right, uh, but oh, yeah, it's
2: it's over. The trade's right, over. Take right. your money and run. Yeah,
1: it's not a rumor now. It's, it's it's
2: it'll be trade on time value of money. If it's ninety five, you know, it'll trade up to like ninety three because there'll be a little you know premium and or discount put in there just in case the deal doesn't go through. So it probably trades up to ninety two, ninety three dollars, um, maybe even you know ninety three and a half. So that's how you know you ring the register and you move on. You redeploy that capital. You don't sit around and wait for you know somebody. over. Oh, it might be a somebody to pay more. So what a day to have Michael Pactor on. We're gonna get him on in ten minutes, right? I, I, oh, if I don't he need... doesn't bail on us, because he'll have a million people He, he might bail him right on now. us. His <laughs> phone is ringing off the hook right now. By the way, I hope
1: he doesn't bail.
2: He may because his phone is ringing off the hook. So <laughs> oh what a win! But think about Pactor. As bad as his Netflix call was, he has given us so many good gaming picks. This guy knows uh. games. He brought us King. On this show, K-I-N-G, when it was the Candy Crush maker, he brought us that one five, six years ago. He brought us Glue Mobile, said I think it's going to get taken over. It does. Zynga said it was a target. It gets taken over. He hasn't said Activision Blizzard was a target, but it was his pick of the year. Not kidding. This was his pick of 2022. He just did this pick a week ago, a week and a half ago, and it gets taken over. Michael Pactor, so hot right now! Congratulate! What what a what a gift! If if you're in Activision and you bought this thing, like it, basically at any point, I'm mad because I'm not in it. I was in it. I sold at eighty and I never rebought. I should have rebought, Spencer. Hey, gotta uh, buy those stocks.
1: Hey, hey, Michael, if you're good to go back there, can you give me a thumbs up because we'd love to bring you on early? Um, yeah, okay, Michael Pactor, everyone is a. uh, senior equity analyst at Whiteboard he's he's here here. he's here right now we're just gonna bring him on because this is
3: wild um good morning sir we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed if you need to hire you need indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I'd used Indeed. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility all at Indeed.com slash P-R-E-P. Just go to Indeed.com slash P-R-E-P right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash P-R-E-P. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
0: Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it?
2: <laughs> I'm you are so hot right now. You literally made this your pick of the year, I believe. Did you not? Was this not yeah, one I of really your main like stocks of the I think, year? I,
4: I like them, and I think that the uh, hatred for Bobby was misplaced. And I'm actually curious to see if this deal goes through. Um, I don't see Microsoft buying these guys without Bobby. So possible, but I don't think that they do. Um, and and I don't think Bobby will be a popular hire at Microsoft. so I'm really curious to see how they negotiate the uh, Microsoft negotiates the uh, universal media hatred for Bobby's leadership and, and all the sexual harassment issues.
1: But Michael, let me ask you this do you, uh, do you think there is any potential antitrust anything with this or or how likely do you see this going through right off the bat?
4: Yeah, it's big. Um, you know, so the, the the revenues aren't that great. You know, Activision is maybe eight and a half, nine billion dollars total. And um, the gaming industry is over 100 billion. So the, the revenue concentration isn't so great, but it's big enough. And Microsoft's a pretty big player, obviously. Um, and I, I think the bigger issue is the anti-competitive. Uh, Microsoft's cornering some pretty popular games that are gonna just suddenly not appear on PlayStation. So I think there's an issue. I mean, it's different, you know, when they buy Bethesda that does, you know, 500 million a year, um, and, you know, maybe 100 million, 200 million on PlayStation. And they're buying uh, Activision now, they do a couple of billion dollars on PlayStation every year. So Sony's gonna have an issue with it because it's a big chunk of their revenue. And it's gonna mean, you know, if you can't ever play Call of Duty again on the PlayStation, it's going to kill PlayStation sales. So I could see the Justice Department asking about it, the FTC asking about it, and at, you know, and and possibly you can reach an accommodation that you will continue to produce games for PlayStation. But then that begs the question: why buy Activision?
1: So why buy Activision?
4: Yeah, good question. Um, the 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 biggest um surprise to me is that Microsoft wants to be in the mobile games business because Activision is huge in mobile. You know, uh, King, which is Candy Crush and a few others, is over two billion dollars, and uh, Call of Duty Mobile is is pushing a billion. You know, and all the other stuff they have, you know, Heroes of the Storm and Hearthstone, a few other, and they're coming out with Diablo Immortal. They're going to be three and a half billion mobile, and Microsoft is essentially zero mobile. So, you know, that's a big move. Um, it's possible Microsoft wants to be in mobile uh you know we, we saw that with their acquisition of nokia's handset business so you know so clearly that has been a real painful exercise for them and i'm surprised they want to get into mobile games um same with free-to-play you know call of duty Warzone is a pretty big deal um it's probably three four hundred million dollars and they've got other free-to-play games coming up just not something microsoft has done before so it'd be really interesting to see and those, those businesses don't support Xbox. So, you know, they don't support Xbox and they don't really matter as a Game Pass subscriber because they're already free. So I don't really understand why Microsoft wants to buy a company that has probably 40 to 50 percent of its revenue from stuff that doesn't benefit Xbox at all. It, it surprises me, but maybe
1: M- Michael, what does it say about the rest of the space now? Because now we've had two major deals in the last few weeks. We had the uh, the Take Two Zynga deal, and now we have this. So now you've got EA out there, you've got Take Two still out there. What is what does this mean for, for and yeah, other names like Corsair, Unity, Roblox? What does it say about the, the rest of the space?
4: Well, it, it's you know it's an acknowledgement that if you can't build it, you got to buy it. Um, it shows that that there is interest in owning these assets. I wouldn't say that it indicates anything positive or negative for Corsair um, or unity, you know, unity benefits from uh, the Apple IDFA changes. You're just going to get more dollars flowing, uh, add dollars for games flowing into games, which is what they do. Um, so they're going to benefit, but you know, Microsoft's ownership of Activision is going to make more people play games. In fact, is if they pull games off PlayStation, Fewer people will play games, so there'll be fewer PlayStation handset, you know, console uh, controllers sold, which is bad for Corsair. Um, Roblox unaffected. I think really this is more of an acknowledgement that the metaverse is coming and that Microsoft wants to be a metaverse media company and be positioned to, you know, own high quality content and participate as the metaverse emerges. And because of their cloud position, they were going to be there anyway. So I think that they want to have cloud and content. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they picked up somebody who does payments, you know, if they want to really just expand and be good at this. Um, Metaverse isn't going to happen like a light switch, you know, it's going to be slow and steady, you know, boiling a frog. So it's going to be a gradual evolution and it's not going to be dominated by Facebook. You know, Zuckerberg's wrong on this one. It, it's not virtual reality. It's, it's portability and persistence, which Facebook offers neither of. So Microsoft, I think, intends to offer both, Most, <laughs> mostly because of the cloud business and because they're really good at cross-platform ability to play the same game on different devices. So, Michael, we know, of course,
1: Activision was in the news uh, for other reasons, Um, and there was a report over the weekend that a bunch of um, managers had quietly, you know, been fired. Um, To to your knowledge, had Activision been shopping themselves around? Uh,
4: I I know nothing about them being shopped around, so so the answer is no, I don't know. Um, I thought that the journal article was particularly unfair and bad uh, because... Bobby um, Bobby was a, you know, was a jerk and was was somebody who should be resigning instantly uh because he wasn't doing enough to address the sexual harassment issues. Now he's a jerk and needs to resign immediately because he's firing a lot of people. And, you know, and this this notion that the company's obligated to name all the people they fired, you know, there are privacy issues. You you can't. And particularly if you didn't give them a full and fair hearing, if you just went to the person and said their allegations, you know, we'll pay you to leave, but please leave, you can't go public with it. So I, I'm, I'm kind of surprised that the editors of the journal allowed that article to be published, um, but, but I'm kind of encouraged that they fired 40 people. You know, it's, it sounds like they're actually swiftly addressing things as they become aware of them. We can ding them for not being aware of them early enough and taking action, you know, Promptly enough, but they've done it now, so I wouldn't ding them for doing it now.
1: And then we've got, uh, of course, the you know the, the, the value of the deal, sixty-eight point seven billion dollars, that comes out to ninety-five dollars a share. Uh, that represents like a thirty-seven or so percent premium from Friday's close. Uh, what is your reaction to to that number? Just based on the fundamentals, make sense to you?
4: Um, I mean, it's Activision was trading over a hundred bucks, you know, just a, just a few months ago. So Microsoft's taking advantage of a a pretty precipitous price decline. Um, I don't know that, uh, I don't actually haven't paid attention to Microsoft stocks. I'm not sure where that was trading prior, but you can see Activision there on your chart. It peaked above 100 and this deal is at 90. So, you know, Microsoft's getting a pretty good value. Um, And back when the stock was over 100, we all thought it was worth 120. So I still think it's worth 120. So Microsoft's getting a discount and taking advantage, you know, exploiting a, a weak market uh, hatred of tech, hatred of Bobby. Um, so good for them. I'm more surprised that Activision is accepting it.
2: Are, what are your thoughts on EA and Take-Two? Are their valuations attractive enough that they all of a sudden become targets for one of the mega caps to come in here if they want to participate in the metaverse? Or is it just Activision's valuation was beat up enough that that was going to be the only target out of the big three?
4: Well, EA's tougher to buy because of the sports licenses. So, you know, saying we're not going to make Call of Duty for PlayStation, nobody's hurt except the Call of Duty developers can't brag about, you know, selling 25 million units anymore. But if you tell FIFA or NFL, we're not going to sell as many copies of FIFA or Madden, they're pissed. You know, they want you to sell as many copies as possible. So I think the sports licenses kind of preclude EA from being in play, you know, from a company like Microsoft or Sony. Certainly doesn't preclude Amazon or, or uh, you know, or Apple from buying them or, or other big tech, Tencent or somebody else. Um, Take-Two, uh, you know, I think, I think Take-Two is interesting, but they don't produce games fast enough. They don't have franchises that are recurring revenue. So, so Grand Theft Auto came out in 2013. You know, it, it, it's a gift that keeps on giving, but you kind of want to see uh, annual franchises. They have NBA, so they have the same issue as EA does with NBA. The NBA wouldn't like it if you only made the game for one console. Um, the NBA license is non-exclusive, so I think the NBA would probably squawk less. Uh, but, you know, I, I think Activision was the was the premium asset here. Um yeah.
1: Michael, what about, like, Netflix here? You know, we know they have ambitions, uh, you know, in this space. Are, <laughs> so now we just saw one, one you know, big five tech company make a play. I, is there a possibility here where Netflix does does the same?
4: I think Netflix, if they were to do this, because they don't strike me as being imprudent on, on M&A or on their spending, you know, notwithstanding that I have a sell on them. Um, it's not that I don't have a song on them cause they spent $5 billion on one movie. You know, they, they spend $5 billion on, on, you know, 50 movies or whatever. So they, you know, they produce a lot of content. Um, I would say their approach would be, you know, dip their toe in and not buy, you know, not buy something for $70 billion. I could see them emerging as a bidder for Zynga. Those assets make some sense. Um, if you want to talk about scarcity value, there's a company called Playtika, P-L-T-K, that is about the same size as Zynga, um, and Platika. Look at that chart. You know, Platika's gotten its butt butt kicked, um, and their revenue is about the same as Zynga. So, you know, valuation wise, um, you can it would it implies a price of around thirty five for Platika if they paid the same as uh, as as Take Two paid for Zynga. So, I were Netflix, I'd be looking at those kind of assets, not at Activision smaller fish. At Yes.
1: Yeah. That was my next question. Besides Platika, are there other smaller fish that we're not thinking of that we haven't mentioned yet?
4: I mean, there's tons of little guys, but but you know what moves the needle? I mean, they could buy Scopely, which is private and a great company. Um, they could buy Jam City, which is private and a great company. Um, but but those guys are probably billion dollars of revenue, where Platika is two and a half. Zynga was two point eight. You know, so that it doesn't move the needle on Netflix. that's thirty billion, but it gets them into the gaming business.
1: Um, and then, are there any implications here, uh, Michael, for a company like GameStop or not? Not really.
4: Uh, it accelerates their demise. Um, <laughs> accelerates their demise. I mean, Microsoft. You know, imagine no games on PlayStation. Um, Microsoft owning Activision. You know, Activision was indifferent whether you bought games physically or on the Microsoft store, like they obviously make a little bit higher margin, but if a gamer says I'm not buying call of duty anymore, unless you let me buy a physical copy, they'll keep making it. I don't think Microsoft cares. You want to play call of duty. Microsoft could pronounce tomorrow. You want to play call of duty, digital download. It's the only way you can get it. See a GameStop. You know, that's the problem. So so and and same thing, you know, GameStop's going to get into NFTs, and Microsoft's going to embrace that, please. You know, the, Microsoft would be like, "What do we need you for?" Same thing. What do we need you for for retail sales? We don't.
1: Yeah, and and should point out, you know, GameStop trading a little bit lower. Sony is trading down this morning for the for the very reason that Michael said earlier, right? Uh, the the implication here is that it 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 uh, uh, you know potentially mean, means means bad things for the PlayStation platform though I can't imagine they would go down without a fight you know what I mean I can't imagine they would, this wouldn't go to some DOJ review of some kind
4: yeah the problem the real problem here is that it's not a civil suit brought by the aggrieved party Sony yeah. against the violator Microsoft. this is a plea to a regulatory body to intervene and my my bias is that the FTC under a democratic administration will intervene i actually think they will um and i actually think this deal is going to have a whole lot of constraints but revenue concentration isn't one of them it's it's because i don't think that number is big enough it's the it's the concentration among one console developer or manufacturer at the expense of the other and those two guys dominate you know, so pulling yeah. pulling all games off Sony, the accommodation is Microsoft can agree to a standstill agreement for the next fifty years that as long as we produce games for an Xbox, we'll produce them for PlayStation. Right, They can agree.
1: Right, and and you know, as as Jack pointed out in the chat, you know, it's all it, it's revenue, right? For, you know, for 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 micro for Activision now Microsoft, right? Revenue for for them putting it, making it available on Sony. So it's not nothing. It's not worth nothing. But um, yeah, Uh, Michael Pachter, uh, I thank you so much for joining us today. Um, The timing could not have been better uh i'm sure you've got a busy day ahead of he's you. he's gonna uh, be a
2: busy man today it's
1: a lot of conference calls and media so we thank you so much for making us
2: and a great call i year. mean he just put a buy, like you just reiterated your buy on activision blizzard an unbelievable call really by you and it gets taken over here a couple of weeks later so you brought us some great ones here on the show michael we thank you He's been...
4: okay uh, U- unity take a look at unity you still I like, like unity he's still i, a big do. I, unity. I think look they are the metaverse play so pay attention to that valuation doesn't scare you on this Oh, I was two hundred, you know, two months ago. So I think it's come down enough that oh you know, yeah, unity. Oh yeah, yeah. I think that the IDFA changes benefit them pretty immensely. Um, so I think you'll see uh, their ad their advertising delivery business grow. It's, that's their their operate business. Um, I think as the metaverse evolves, as the as Apple's stay of the injunction, you know that that was issued the Epic case is lifted, that stay will hap, will be lifted and. They're gonna have to open up stores. Unity is a logical place to offer stores for developers. So I think Unity is gonna dominate. And if if John Riccatello at Unity would would learn what NFT stood for and start talking about it, they are the NFT company. I mean, they'll be created in Unity and and he just doesn't like buzzwords and he doesn't want to, you know, talk about flavor of the month. But my God, they're so well positioned to dominate. Um, I think that's that's the one you look at.
1: Michael Pachter. Thanks a lot, man. Have a great rest of your day. See you guys. All right, he's given us several names that have yep. been, as Dennis said, that have been taking over yep. uh, through the years. He, he, like Dennis said, he gave King years ago.
2: Yep. He
1: gave us, he gave Zynga. Um, you know, uh, Blue Mobile, uh, Blue Mobile, yep. um, and and now Activision. So um, Unreal. Um, I mean,
2: I was in Activision a long time because of Michael Pactor. He would given it to us on the show back when it was forty or fifty dollars, and then I I sold it at eighty three last year or eighty five dollars last year. Wish I would have rebought it to obviously participate in it again. But he's made some fantastic calls on the show, and he knows he's been on the wrong side of Netflix. He admits that. I mean, we never nobody gets everything right, but he's made some fantastic calls on the gamers. I don't trust anybody more than Michael Pactor in the gaming area.
1: Um. Yeah. Anyway, here's a one-minute chart of Microsoft up on the screen uh, for for, for the morning.
2: And it started to rally after we found out that it was a cash deal. So we just talked about, you know, before Michael Packer came on, the stock was trading 301. I was like, it's down 3%. It's a cash deal. I don't think they're going to slam it. And it's bounced back, actually, about $3, $4 since that. that. So when you find out it's a cash deal, the reason is the arbitrage effect. So when you have an all-stock deal... The natural thing is okay. Well, you know, you can short the stock against it, and obviously buy, you know, Activision, and that's what the the natural arbitrage action is. Um, so, when you have a cash deal, you don't have those natural arbitrage effects because right. Activision is playing up on on the cash side. So, you don't have that selling pressure because of the cash deal. Uh, the right. the only reason they would have some selling pressure is because people just think it they overpaid. That would be the only reason yeah so and it's not surprising it's down i mean they did pay a huge premium here for a stock that was trading at 66 dollars and a clear downtrend now but you know again when you look at microsoft's market cap even if it's a 50 billion dollar or 70 billion dollar pill to swallow it's still a drop in the bucket we're talking about 2.3 trillion dollar companies so very interesting
1: well that kind of threw out the entire morning there a little bit right the I, we morning. had a
2: schedule and we went completely <laughs> away from that we, we, we did <laughs> We're going to talk about the banks a little bit. We're going to talk about you. Um, uh, we haven't even talked Goldman Sachs earnings. We better bring I, it back. I, there. I, I, I tried to. Let's go back. Yeah, to we Goldman better Sachs bring it back. There.
1: The stock is down just like doing the same thing today that JP Morgan wow. did on Friday. Uh, the earnings, um, let, me, let me give the numbers for you uh, in the Benzinger Pro. EPS a little bit light, sales came in higher investment banking revenue up 45% year over year but global markets revenue down 7% year over year um anyway um it's
2: doing what the bank did last week yeah so. i mean and j p morgan did not bounce i said i liked it at 160 when it was pulling back it's 156 you know the disappointing earnings i guess you just don't have to jump right in i thought they might snap that back up because and i still think the banks will drift higher because i think we are going to that rising interest rate environment i think the the overall uh, landscape sets up well on the banks here. But, you know, we get Goldman Sachs breaking down. You don't like to own stocks making new lows. We do have to look, you know, the low of the move, 366, is taking that out. So, from a technical basis, the next level, if it does indeed take 366 out, would be 350. So, I think, you know, on a pullback, I like owning the banks, but right now um, they're not in favor. But I mean, we have an overall market here that is not helping the cause either, obviously. You know, s and is not a great day on Friday, a really rough morning here today. I guess they did bounce back on Friday towards the afternoon. But, you know, we're in a little bit of a downtrend. It's hard to own stocks here right now because of the overall market. But what I like still is reopening plays. Um, and I do like the banks and the pullbacks. I don't know. You know, obviously, J.P. Morgan didn't work on day one. I'm not sure if Goldman Sachs bounces right back. Maybe Morgan Stanley is a sleeper. It's going to report here usually on uh, Wednesday it reports. It's been beat up with the J.P. Morgan numbers. Beat up with the Goldman numbers. Bar set a little bit lower. I wouldn't be surprised if Morgan Stanley actually rallies on its report when they report tomorrow, uh, tomorrow morning.
1: And then we also had had Schwab this morning, and they're it's going the same way. Really, it's yeah, it's not as active in, as the stock not a lot of money
2: hiding here, and that's the problem yeah, look too. Look at that
1: Schwab. Look at that Schwab what made game. new all-time
2: highs on Friday. After you know, yeah, they made new all-time highs on Friday. I mean, you think about where the market is. You know, there's a lot of stocks that are making new lows, so it's been a they've been a fan, fantastic hiding place. So maybe it's just a matter of that there's just too much money hiding there, and you got to shake that out before they can start to come higher again. Um, but I think at a certain point, the banks are going to be buys on the pullbacks.
1: Oh man, okay, let's go back to my list here. What else? So Unity
2: I- Software is trading. Um, actually, didn't get much of a lift here um, yet. Roblox, though, to your point, Spencer, a fantastic call buy you you have 79 dollars and you're like well maybe roblox gets left this thing lifted all the way to 84 dollars it's pulling back here now as well um we're starting to see um you know some of the other stocks but EA is still trading up eight bucks so it's a big left the pure game the pure two simply plays or take two and ea but i just they're such big companies i don't know who's who's the suitor you know you can say you know microsoft you know they are into gaming so it's you know not illogical that they you know kind of fit in But, you know, even though when Michael Pachter was saying some of, obviously, some of the stuff doesn't go along with Xbox, but I don't know who the potential suitor for an EA or or Take-Two would be. It's got to be those big guns because these companies are really big companies. I mean, what's the market cap of, uh, you know, go to the pro, what's the market cap of EA and what's the market cap of Take-Two? I mean, these are big, big pills to swallow. $37 billion company EA, Take-Two, I'm beating you to it, Spencer. Sorry, I'm doing take EA two or take two smaller take two is only 17 billion eh is that yeah, right 36 on ea and uh, uh 17 on take two yeah Yeah. take two is only 17 i mean does that make it a target for one of the bigger companies i don't know i i mean obviously somebody thinks so because take Two's trading train up here this morning again oh, i own oh, Take two shares atvi just resumed sorry What's yeah happened? 89.5, so you got a 90, that's interesting, you got a 95 takeout price, so they are saying, and you know, Michael Pactor did say, you know, that this might not be just clear sailing here for antitrust, I mean, they're putting a five-point risk premium on that the deal doesn't close, so that's a lot more than the time value of money in this case, so um, I, I would have thought it could trade a little higher than that, but at 89.5, I mean, you got a risk, you know, there's five points upside, and if the deal didn't close, there's a 25-point downside now. So, or, or yeah, so that's where you're at. That's and, how and, the risk curves are pricing and, it right now. So now I guess this, that makes sense. And now
1: this opens up a huge can of worms, is not now because it's Microsoft. So now you have to ask yourself, well, what about Netflix? What about Apple? What about any of them? Google, Facebook, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, the, you know does this uh begin a a freaking a, a land grab? You know what I mean? Where
2: bro, I don't know. I don't it's know. It's very interesting because Activision Blizzard is a huge company, and the only people that, you know, companies that can swallow that would be the mega caps. I know. So it's very interesting, but it kind of makes sense to me. Is it going to be allowed? I mean, there is a question of that. <laughs> and the risk garbs are pricing in a five point risk premium here that, hey, this deal may not be allowed. So, you know, those guys are pretty smart that do this arbitrage. So they're saying there's like a little bit of risk that the deal would not happen.
1: I mean, they would probably, they being Microsoft, would probably have to assure. Sony something, you know, some long-term contract s- that would, you know, ensure activation properties on the PlayStation platform. Um, I, I don't know, but uh man, this is, this
2: is a, this is a bit,
1: this is a bit, I, I don't
2: remember. It's a big if, story.
1: No, the last time we got a deal
2: this big during the show. It's fun when you get them live on I, the show. I,
1: I think was when Amazon bought Whole Foods, which was like five years ago.
2: Yeah. Um, We haven't had, it hasn't really been the environment. We're already merger Monday. You know, this is obviously like, you know, a synthetic Monday here because of the holiday. But we have not been seeing merger Monday, you know, very, very much really. I mean, we've been in an environment where a lot of companies have flat out been struggling. So, you know, we've seen some mergers, but we haven't seen like big deals happening here. This is a big deal. This is the deal. This will be one of the biggest deals of the year. Oh, for sure. So, and,
1: and can I throw a name that, that we haven't talked about? That because it doesn't really trade actively in the U.S., but it uh, it, it has a ticker. Nintendo with NTDOI. It, it trades OTC, but watch yeah. it, watch it after nine thirty. Um, it's not going to trade pre market, but watch it after nine thirty. NTDOI for some potential movement there. Um, oh boy. Um, my head is spinning here. <laughs> yeah, we
2: went right back to the game. We we started talking to the banks, and then we couldn't help ourselves. We had to go back there. So we started this day though talking about the reopening trade. And I'm yeah. just going to say it again. I think you know on the pullback here this morning. I think if I'm buying stocks, and maybe I'm going to. I haven't totally decided on you know what I'm you know doing here yet because um, I'm a little bit nervous on this overall market. So I kind of like my cash position. But if I'm nibbling in here. I'm nibbling into reopening stocks. I'm not nibbling into the beaten down Kathy names, even though you know there's a lot of upside potential if they go to turn. But I think there's going to be a sneaky reopening trade here happening. I do think you know we're going to get past get past Omicron. I do think people are going to start going and doing more stuff, and people are going to start taking more vacations. You start thinking about like a booking. You know, and the relative strength in these stocks has been impressive so far. In the last few weeks, because the market overall, has kind of been drifting down, IWM especially. And you've got these stocks here that aren't really giving it back. And that's telling me that the market thinks, you know, that there could be a reopening trade coming too. So, you know, you got, you know, the airlines trade down 1-2% today. You got some of the casinos trained down 1-2% today. You got some of the cruise lines trained down 1-2% today. I think you're nibbling. I think you're just trying it. Obviously, nothing's going to work 100% of the time. We you know we may be wrong, but I think a reopening trade is coming.
1: Um, and then Billy Bob, Billy Bob Monroe asked, is, is AMC a reopening trade? On paper, yes. In practice, no. Be- because on paper, yeah, movie theater, sure. But sure. As, far yeah. as, as far as as far the stock, it, it's its own, it is its own thing. It, it is in a category. It's completely
2: separated from its fundamental story. So, you know, it's a storied stock. There was like, a, a I guess, you know, on Reddit, it was number one talked about stock. They were going to get together and really try to push the stock back up here. I mean, it's $19 here now. Um, you know, I said when it was 50 that I think it's eventually going to be a $10 stock again. It's only got nine points or two, 10 points left to get there. I'm going to stick with that. I think it's eventually a $10, points, $10 stock again. Um, unfortunately, you know, I just think eventually fundamentals do matter and it never made sense here. You're going to get these rip roaring rallies. You're going to get these short squeezes. They've been happening. I mean, if we're waiting for the short squeezes, we've seen multiple short squeezes in this name. You know, every time it gets a little lift, you know, you saw it back on the 17th, stock went from 23 to 30. So there has been short squeezes in this names, but they're hard to hold because it's fundamental investors that really hold up price in the long term. And I think you're eventually going to have a date. Uh, with ten dollars. That's just my opinion. I might be wrong, but I've been bearish the stock for a long time and correct on that stance. I,
1: I, I just I can't go back like what a bailout. Not even, it's not a bailout. I mean you if you're in Activision and you bought this thing at any point in the last eleven months uh or not not quite eleven months, we'll call it seven months. Um what a day for you. <laughs> I mean you just wrote this thing down from ninety to to fifty to the high fifties and what a gift I mean, yeah. sometimes you just get lucky, and that's just the way it goes. I mean, congratulations to anyone anyone that bought this thing, you know, at any point since June, right, or June or July. Because um, you just made all your losses back in one morning. Oh, man, that's incredible. Um, you want to know what happens when when and doesn't quite work out or the street doesn't love it is if you look at Unilever here this morning, this chart's interesting here. So GlaxoSmithKline dropped a press release. Uh, I think over the weekend, or uh, I don't remember when exactly. I think it was over the weekend. And they said that they have rejected not one, not two, but three unsolicited takeover offers uh, from Unilever um, for GlaxoSmith client's consumer facing business. Um, so Unilever shares are now down almost 10% in the pre market here. It also trades actively in Europe. Uh, so the concern now is like, A, you know, paying for growth um and also be how much you're willing to pay for it so you know maybe the market is thinking that Unilever is gonna have to just really overpay for these assets that uh, they must really want them if they've sent over three unsolicited bids um anyway so Unilever is trading lower because of that
2: I I think I'd be a buyer of the UL pullback here I know it's already trading actively in Europe so you're seeing an active market here it's not like this is going to bounce back you know today because it's already been trading for hours in the open market um, but you know, if this is to train down five bucks just because they might buy Glaxo Smith Klein, I'm not sure if there's another story behind it. I mean, this is a value stock, it's at a four percent dividend. Um, it kind of fits, you know, the whole value market here. Obviously, obviously getting, you know, um, you know, beat up here this morning. I think I'd be a buyer of UL on the pullback. Okay um just my opinion
1: and then, and then and then gsk is not really it's up yeah, it's, yeah
2: up. it's up i don't know if there's another story behind you all here i'm just challenging that it's just that like i haven't looked at my news and there's so much other stuff going on that you know was there earnings or was it something because if, i feel like this is down way too much we're just you know worried that they're buying glaxo smith klein i feel like there's got to be something more here
1: well it, it's maybe it's like the implication like what are you guys doing over there Know what I mean? Like you just sent over three offers that the company just laughed at. They're scared. They're
2: gonna. They're scared. They're gonna just overpay for Blackstone Smith
1: Klein Just laughed in your face. Yeah. And you know what are you doing? Like like is is this your plan for growth? Because they just laughed at you. So I don't know. Oh man. Anyway, let's eight fifty nine. Let's see if we can do like one or two minutes of ticker time here. I think Matt Miller asked about BLI. Uh, I think it was Bli. I'm, um, I'm like These are excited.
2: horror stories. I know. I mean, they're all oversold. There's going to be some wicked rallies in these things, but there's just, you know, like this is a big Kathy name that has absolutely been destroyed. It was 113. It's nine bucks here now. It's the dream stock that you know. I, I think you know, you're looking at these and you're like, well, it's nine bucks. You know what can I lose? We well, can lose nine bucks. So I mean, the stock's at a 52 yeah. week low. You know, if you wanted to try it, I guess it's 9.05, but if stocks make new all-time lows, you got to go. I always say that. So if you are buying it, 9.05 would be my stopout point. Maybe you get a bounce. Maybe, you know, the the candle on, on Friday was okay, I guess. But still, ugly, ugly chart. Oh, I'm I sorry. Mean. He
1: was he was talking about BBI.
2: Oh, okay. Sorry. So that's I, B-L-I. That was good to talk about one, too. BBI, 27 cents. I do not even talk 27 cents. Oh, I know nothing I'm about sorry. that. 27 yeah. cents. Too small for the show. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, know oh, we,
1: we, did, we didn't even mention Alibaba sorry, today. Matt. We didn't mention Alibaba today. It's raining down because the U.S. government is concerned about the risks posed by the Alibaba cloud um so that's why that's down for for my i'd be 50. a
2: buyer Baba, on the pullback here um 120 if you could get down there maybe you're not going to get that far again i'm very torn here because i kind of comfortable with where my cash position is and it's sitting at 25 30 percent. i mean the market isn't great i i've said on this show i don't think that we're going to have this super rip roaring year i think it's going to be a lot of chop so i want to keep some cash in case it gets ugly. but that with that being said, you do want to deploy in certain areas and certain areas have been working and value has been working. and I think you know if you're sticking you know, with what's been working, and I think the reopening stocks have quietly been working and we just aren't seeing it because they're not going higher but they haven't been going lower in a bad tape. And that's telling me they want to go higher. So certain select areas looking at but just you know jumping in these stocks and beat up names, I mean, it's been a way to lose money for the last two months. All right. uh, 901 we uh, we'll wrap it up for the day. What a morning. Fireworks. Yeah. Merger. Lots of bank earnings, too, coming. So tomorrow morning, just to go through, we got Bank America, Morgan Stanley. Um, we've also got UNH reporting. we got UAL. We're going to hear from Alcoa, Procter & Gamble. Thursday, we're going to hear from Netflix, American Airlines. So we've got some earnings. We're coming into earnings season here always makes it interesting. Goldman obviously not responding well to its report. They missed. I mean, Goldman doesn't miss very often. So down $16 on the miss from Goldman. But man, they still make a lot of money. All right, Uh, we will be breaking down
1: the market action off the rest of the morning here. Coming up next on Live Trading with Benzinga, so stay tuned for that. Thanks to our guest today, Michael Pachter. Thanks to all of you in the chat. Please remember all the information from our show is meant to be used as informational purposes and not for investing or trading advice. Okay, going to take a breath now. going to end the stream. We're going to redirect over to our very next show, starting at 9.05. So everyone hit that like button, please. I mean, come on. We had Michael Pactor on the day of Activision getting taken out by Microsoft. He's,
2: unbelievable call. So again, a great call from Michael Pactor. I'm so disappointed in myself that I didn't know an Activision Blizzard here. Obviously, Michael brought it to us, and I had a good, you know, I got a good longer-term trade-off of it, I guess, some um, from, you know, 50 to Wild 80. Stuff. I, I could have reparticipated though. So, unbelievable. Wild
1: stuff, everyone. Have a great rest yep. of your morning. Stay tuned, Benzing Live. Dennis will catch you later. And uh, wow, is all I can say.
5: Yep.